from Memphis, Tennessee, it's Memphis Sport Live. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. What to do? You're live from high atop Mount Moriah, down the hall from non-stop hip-hop. All of the hits and 96X here at Flynn Broadcasting. So high atop Mount Moriah. This is Memphis's number three sports show. Welcome to MSL. I mean something else for Johnny. How high exactly is Mount Moriah? <laughs> All right, we've got an exciting broadcast in store for you. Welcome to the program. I'm your host, Kevin Sarita. Join alongside, as always, Fox 13's weekend sports anchor, Fox 13's. Uh, do you still do news? I do news, yeah. I, do, I, do, I just haven't done a lot of news lately because... Um, the Grizzlies have been the news. Yeah, because the Grizzlies have been the news, and then, you know, Matt's been off, and I've been, you know, doing sports during the week. So I haven't done any news lately, but yeah, I still do news. Mar- Marcus Hunter, and on the other side of the glass, Johnny Radio, the co-host of Hard Bashing. Uh the second best weekend sports show, and uh, CJ Hurt on the other side of the glass. And that's, we've got the Grizz Girls coming in studio today. Yeah. And so I tell everybody, you know, because I sometimes uh, make sure to alert people on the show Johnny Radio, CJ Hurt, Marcus, you guys, you know, a bunch of single guys that come in here and work. I make sure I said, guys, the Grizz Girls are coming in. Make sure to look nice. And we're going to have to Instagram a picture of how sloppy these fools look on the other side of the class. Do you know what time I woke up today? I'd, no, probably. I mean, you probably got up early. You probably 9, didn't sleep 19 much. because my alarm clock didn't go off and I had to be on air at 10. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I'm just lucky to get here. And by the way, I do look good. Uh, we'll have the, the Grizz girls, I guess, judge that when they get here. I had to work out, man. You could have done it after gone. the show. You could have The showers at Church Health, you could have showered there. Fair point. <laughs> but this is embarrassing. I like, make sure to alert everyone. Yeah, you gotta. Grizz girls are coming in studio like, I, today. I got a polo shirt Not... on today. I got shoes on. <laughs> like, Cerrito, you look pretty nice. I look all right, right? You got your hair all done. Did you go to Gould's this week? I went to Gould's last week, yeah. It looks good, looks in good. In preparation for the Grizz girls' appearance. No. I even, got a little, I even sprayed a little cologne today. You got cologne? Marcus is Marcus Man, you got something big. in the car? Yeah, I do got a little in the car. I need your keys. Uh, I'll take care of you. You've got half an hour to shower and look nice. <laughs> shower in the sink at the bathroom or something. The girl, the Grizz girls will be here uh, in this first hour of MSL today. Their auditions are next week. It's their it's their annual appearance on our show. They always come in and hype that. i got some good questions to ask them because I want to know if any of them have, have been asked out by coupon. Because that dude ask out everybody, right? As you know, it's it's a very good possibility that they have because coupons. He's uh he's he's on a roll off season. He's trying to um either sow his royal oats or um you know trying to find the next Miss Pond. <laughs> the next Miss Pond. Uh, we'll have hang up and listen at noon. We'll give you a chance to win a, a good Father's Day gift. Yeah, Father's Day's tomorrow. Is your your daughter? Or where where is she at? She's. I thought she'd be in here. I thought. Did she give you? I thought she'd be hanging out in studio. Well, she's not hanging out in the studio uh, today. She's actually uh, with grandmother today with my mom. They're they're hanging out, so um, she's not in here today. But I'm pretty sure that she has something cooked up for me for Father's Day. I'm looking forward to it. Happy uh, Father's Day to the fathers out there. And so uh, we're gonna do pretty much what we're doing today is we're doing a 90 minute edition of MSL 12:30. We're 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 flipping the switch. 
shaking things up. We're doing a 90-minute show. At 12.30, we will continue to be on the air till 1, but we'll be doing the the M Awards 2013 nomination special. It'll be 30 minutes as we announce some of the nominees uh, and break down the M Awards uh, nomination. It's, 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 it's the Memphis version of Selection Sunday. It is M Awards Selection Saturday. And that's at, at 12.30 where we'll look at the nominees. It's, of course, each and every year Memphis Sport honors the best in Memphis sports with the annual M Awards. And you can voting will begin at memphisport.com at 1 p.m. today. So when we go off the air, you'll be able to vote on it. We'll reveal the ballot. There are two new categories. You want to guess any of the new categories, Marcus? Two new categories this year at the M Awards. Where are they? I'm asking you to guess. You, you, you guesses? What would uh, be a good M Award category? Uh, you know, there's always best team and, and best spirit squad and best game. Uh, best rum shaker? No. Hmm. It's all sports. <laughs> good guess. Um, that that, that would have been a good one. Um, Every year, uh, though, some new categories about, uh, added, unlike these boring other awards best, that are out there. Best timeout or halftime entertainment. Well, that's interesting. We'll see if that if 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 that is and one. The, and of course, you know, I would the, never nominate the ribs. There is never ever <laughs> or never vote for the ribs because the ribs. Well, we we know how whack they are for not accepting our challenge this year. There there is the annual uh, best musical performance award, which started a uh, couple years ago, which has been won by Yo Gotti and Ellen from St. Jude. Those are the two winners formerly in that category, which I believe does return this year in the M Awards, but Best Musical Performance. There's so many musical performances at the games this year. Oh, Whoop That from, Trick has to be one of those. Trick, yeah. yeah, it has to be, it has to be nominated this year. So I'm, I'm just going to assume that it's nominated. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to assume that it's nominated. But it's got, it's got to be, right? Yeah. It's got to be. Uh, so we, we will get into all of the 2013 M Award nominations. That's at 12.30. But we start each and every week with a starting five. Now these are the five most interesting and important sports stories for the sports fan in the Mid-South. This is the starting five. And, of course, number one story this week, Lionel Hollins. His services are no longer required with the Memphis Grizzlies, and they're going to look elsewhere. The announcement came earlier in this week. Of course, we have the MSL coach pool. What this does so far, all it has done to the coaching pool, is knock out everyone who had Lionel Hollins, and also knocked me out who had, I thought they were going to turn this around really fast. Uh, and get Jaeger in by Monday, uh, and that did not happen. That's when the announcement happened that Hollins was on his way out, though. Yeah, um, you know, you're out of the, you're out of the MSL coach pool. Yeah, I'm out of the coaching pool, but uh, I, I I may actually still end up with the right date um, because so you could end up like, you could still kind of be in it. Yeah, yeah, it seems like this thing is going to drag out uh, for a while. You know, the Grizzlies um, they interviewed Ed Pinckney, the uh, Chicago Bulls assistant coach. They interviewed him on Thursday. Uh, they're supposed to be talking to George Carl on a Monday. Um, you know, they, obviously Dave Yeager is in the running. Um, Alvin Gentry, the former Phoenix Suns head coach, he's in the running as well. So, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting how this thing has developed because even though I still believe Yeager is going to be the guy, it seems like they're going to do their due diligence and in, uh, interviewing other candidates just to, you know, make sure. All right. That's, uh, I, can, uh, I can see. What do you think about this, the issue that's come up about uh, race? With this, this was a story that was thrown out there earlier this week. The Lionel Hollins, uh, being a black man, that they needed to hire another black man as the coach. Um, I mean, I think that um, you know, in a city like Memphis, it is good to it, it, it was good for the city uh, to have um, 
an African American head coach, mm-hmm. um, and, and not just any not just any guy, but the but, but the type of coach that Lionel Hollins was or, or he is, you know, the the kind that embraces the city, the kind that goes out in the community and does a lot of things. I mean, when you have a city that is predominantly African American, you have a fan base because you know if you go to a Memphis Grizzlies game, an Oklahoma City game, the crowds are vastly different. Right, uh, because you know you just see a lot more African Americans in, in a lot more color in, in, in the Memphis Grizzlies stands, and I think that on, on some level, fans here were able to relate to Lionel Hollins not only because of his skin color, but because of you know what he represented as far as the hard work, the grit, grind, you know. St- pretty much started from the bottom and then worked his way up kind of guy you know yeah he, he played and then he started as an assistant coach and he just worked continued to work and work and work and came in with this team and developed this team and would, not, and would take a no-nonsense approach he was hard on these guys and he got them to work hard and he got them to play hard and, and just so many people and Memphis related to that I think that it's more than just about race but I think that race does play a small role in it and I think in this city it is good well, to have an African American coach on the it is, bench it, it, it is Good Nobody for the city. disagree with that. Of course, you're, you're Memphis's only regular African American uh, sports talk show host on the two major stations in this town. Yo, I, do I not get any like credit for that? <laughs> do you give him credit, Mark? Credit, like a little partial credit for what? For being like part black. You're part black. Yeah, man. <laughs> what part? <laughs> Trust me, I can't take it on air. Okay. <laughs> Johnny Radio's a fool over there, man. <laughs> he is a fool. But the race thing was, I, 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 I don't think it, you know, he was fired. I don't think it had anything to do with no, that. I don't think he was fired. I don't think he's firing. Everybody had, was fired. Anything to do with that. From the Grizzlies. Everybody else who was fired from the Grizzlies this past year was white. Uh, and all these other coaches like George Carl, you know, all these other coaches getting fired. It's just it's just a weird state in the NBA that 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 you can win coach of the year and get fired, that you can take your have the best season ever for your franchise uh, in the regular and postseason and end up not coming back. And, you know, I was disappointed in uh, David Stern. He was on um he, he he was being interviewed at halftime of one of the finals games and they asked him about the fact that you had so many you had Lionel Hollins and um the guy with the Clippers and uh, George Carl, um, and, and you had all these coaches that had so much success, but yet they were let go. And he was basically just saying, you know, hey, you're expected to win at a high level, and if you don't win high, at a high enough level to impress your bosses, then they have the right to make that decision to let you go. But my thing is, George Carl won Coach of the Year. Lionel mm-hmm. Hollins had the best season the team has ever had in franchise history, and it wasn't that long ago that the Memphis Grizzlies were looked at as a joke in the NBA after that Paul Gasol trade. So for him to sit up there and say that, I think it was one of those situations where he just didn't want to make any of the new owners upset with anything that he had to say. But I mean, come on! I mean, there as a commissioner, you, you you should step up and fight for your coaches who have worked really hard to get themselves in a position and get these small market teams that you covet so much to get them to be winners. And then you have new ownership groups that uh, come in and could possibly and, and just continue. These other teams are Denver, quickly. Denver, and the Clippers. It's it is it, it is, I mean, it is nuts that three yeah. teams have or two teams have their best season ever. One team has the coach of the year on it. And all three of those coaches out of there. But yeah, it's 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 so I don't I know mean, how you keep your, forgetting just, about the Guido Vinny Del Negro. Yeah, so I'm saying he's one of the one of the three. He had their best franchise ever. Um, what the Guido Vinny Del Negro? Uh, 
But the Clippers coach, yes, as, as Johnny Radio mentions, is one of those. They had their franchise best year in L.A., franchise best year in Memphis, and coach of the year honors in, in Denver and all those coaches going away. It's it's nuts, but I guess it does show you got to be good and you also got to be able to uh, to work well with others. Yeah, and I hate to bring that back up too. I can I can tie it into the few. Uh, I know plenty of our listeners listen watch reality television as we do, you know covered Big Brother all last summer with our buddy Frank, uh, Psycho Sid's son who was in the Big Brother house. But like you compare it to like Survivor, it's there's so many good players on Survivor and they're really awesome at what they do. But if they, you don't get along with everybody else, they're not going to vote for you to win the million dollars at the end. So you got it. You gotta. You got to get along with everybody. It's still part of the game of, of life. Survivor reflects it. Is that you, you can be good, but you also got to get along with folks. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's and I think you can definitely be compared to reality shows like like Survivor and Big Brother because at, at the end, it's you, be nice to the people, get along with them, and you're good, and then you're you're locked in and you're guaranteed. What do you think about um, this week? Uh, Mike Conley and Lana Hollins were both on first take, and they both pretty much said the same thing that about about because they were both asked about the Rudy Gay trade and the, did they believe that management made, made a decision when, when making that trade? And they both said we're not sure if we would have gotten that far with Rudy, but in that Spurs series we needed Rudy. Do you agree with that? Preposterous. That, I mean, Mike said it. Lionel said it. I mean, well, he's friends. Mike's friends with him. He's friends with him. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Because well, you know, if you had if you had Rudy in that first series against the Clippers, but, we but, both but agreed they, they would have lost the series but, in the, with the Clippers. But, but they each said we're not sure how far we would have. We we're not sure we would have made it that far with him. But, but in that particular Spurs series, we could have used Rudy Gay. I don't know. They beat the Spurs two years ago without him. They could have used maybe Shane Battier and OJ Mayo. Right. Yeah, I guess. Maybe. Uh, well, let's keep moving. Uh, number number two in the starting five, of course. Now there's a vacancy for the for the Grizzlies coach. Who is it going to be? We asked that question last week. I thought for sure we'd be settled right about right now on who the new coach is, but it, it could be. Uh, we could be all be having Jaeger bombs. It could. We could be all eating up le- leftover Denver Nuggets. I don't know uh, what um, what <laughs> we are going nuggets. to have. Yeah. What, what if you, have, have you, you had ever to, had a leftover nugget and try to warm it up in a microwave and then eat it? It, 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 it tastes like like rubber. Terrible, oh, terrible yeah. decision. Yeah, just don't do it. Don't do it. But not as bad as like French fries. French fries are like oh, the yeah, last French, thing you, yeah. can, you can warm up in the microwave. Yeah, French, Somebody yeah. used to invent a French fry that reheats in the microwave and is not mushy. I don't think that's possible. Well, maybe not. Uh, but <laughs> back to the Grizzlies. <laughs> is it going to be... Is it going to be... Uh, George Carl, is it going to be Dave Yeager? Is it going to be one of those two now? Or do you think they're going to shock us and go in a completely different direction because they're interviewing tons of folks? I mean, you know, the fact that they're interviewing Gentry and they're interviewing Carl, I'm now starting to believe that they are looking for someone who does have more of an offensive mindset or, or, or they would be open to bringing in a more of an offensive-minded coach as opposed to someone who is, you know, strictly, you know, makes their bread and butter on the defensive side of the ball. Jaeger and Pinkney, uh, two guys, you know, that come to mind in, in that situation, two guys that they're interested in also. Uh, I don't think it's going to be Ed Pinkney because um, I don't think that they're going to hire – if they're going to hire an assistant coach, it's going to be their assistant coach. It's not going to be an assistant coach from another team. But it's going to be Jaeger. Yeah. So I don't know. But did this make you think that the relationship with the front office and Jaeger is not as strong as everybody wanted to pretend it was? 
Because it's just like everybody's acting like it's really strong. And Jaeger's not at these workouts, which is weird. He's uh, if they if they really wanted him, why didn't they just get him? I mean, they're, they're not. I mean, if they're waiting around for Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers, if, if Doc he Rivers, ends up he's not going here. He ain't coming here for for for, for the money uh, that he would. First get off, paid. first off, if you if, if you're gonna pay Doc Rivers over seven million dollars a year, which is what he would demand, considering that's what he gets right now in Boston, if you're gonna pay him over seven million, and you wouldn't pay Lotto four or five million. Then I mean I'm sorry I, I think Doc Rivers is a good coach but I think that you would have been better he's, off. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's that. worth that much money. No. Rivers has a clause in his contract where he can't coach if he leaves the Celtics. Five years remaining on his contract, he can't coach in the NBA. Those five years, he'd have to they'd have to work something out yeah. with like a player trade and some more things. Right, he'd have to get traded. That's to why the rumors of him getting traded to the Clippers. There's rumors of uh, but anyway, there's, you can adjust it's those things. They can, can find out a way, but you you can trade them. Uh, he he would return to broadcasting possibly because he's good at that. Yeah, ESPN good at that. always could use some more talent on the sidelines, but oh, we'll see what well, the, the ESPN is not you, you have to change your pick. I'm still sticking with Dave Yeager. That was my pick for coach. You're, you're changing your pick. Uh, you have to know. You had Lionel Hollins last week in the coach. Yeah, I did have Lionel Hollins. Not going to change your official pick. It's not going to. Uh, I'm going to. No, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to stick with Dave with um, Lionel Hollins. You can't you can't stick with like he's not coming. I know, I know. Like, who do you think it's gonna be now? You know I, it's not gonna be Lionel Holland. I know I'm just saying, like, I'm not gonna just be that guy that's like, oh my you team lost on the roof of somebody else. But uh, if, okay, if I had to say that it was going to be a coach, I wanna say Alvin Gentry. Just for the Gentry. Yeah, I, Alvin Gentry just for the heck of it. Again, I said last week on the show, I'm fine with George Carl. The whole idea that he doesn't get along with management, well he didn't get along with that management. He's friends with the Grizzlies management, so I think he would get along with them and work well with them. And he's offensive-minded coach, and he's a veteran who's been in the conference finals more than Lionel Hollins. But let's keep moving. Number three in the starting five. This story uh, hit the interweb late uh, yesterday afternoon. So Adonis Thomas and DJ Steffens, of course, or your two Memphis Tigers entering the 2013 NBA draft, which we're creeping up on. And Adonis Thomas yesterday, a little upset about what, about uh, the media coverage. Here's his tweet, Marcus, that Adonis Thomas tweeted out and then a few minutes later deleted after he realized, wait, people are going to see this. Uh, here's his tweet from yesterday at 2.15 in the afternoon. No press, no interviews, no media, no radio, no show, shirts, no nothing for my own city, exclamation. It hurts, but it's motivation when they doubt you, exclamation. No press, no interviews, no media, no radio, no shows, no shirts, no nothing, no nothing from my my own city. It hurts, but it's motivation when they doubt you. He tweeted that and then deleted it. But that that tweet very much so sounds like he was saying, "Why is DJ Steffens getting all this attention and y'all are giving me zero attention?" Because DJ Steffens uh, has done radio interviews. He did one yesterday, right before that tweet. DJ Steffens um, has been getting media attention because of his amazing record-breaking vertical leap that he's got, uh, and he does have a T-shirt available at, at one of the, uh, the the bookstores. Like you can buy a DJ Steffens, like keep calm, dunk. DJ Steffens likes to dunk. I like to watch DJ Steffens dunk if you're keeping calm shirt. That's not what it says on the front. It says something like that. You can, you can buy those where? At the Tiger Bookstore. Oh. It's like keep calm and watch DJ dunk or something like that. You actually even got to vote on uh, which t shirt you liked better that they were going to produce. Hmm. Well, well, well. So he seems jealous. He's jealous, right? I don't know if he's jealous. I mean, maybe he's just. I don't think I'm gonna say he's jealous. Maybe a little jilted, not jealous. But is it jealous? 
Is it the press's fault? Is it the fans' fault? Uh, is it the Tiger Bookstore's fault? They should all be making this stuff for Adonis, or did he not deserve all this attention? He's not. I think, he's I, not breaking I, records I on it, jumping. I think he it has it, to do with personality, and and and, and Adonis, he. I mean, I mean, his personality is one where he's not as out, you know. And about as DJ Stephens, you know, DJ, you know, after a game, he was the guy who would, you know, come out, you know, interact with fans. He was, he was, he was a fan favorite. And yeah. there is something to be said about guys being fan favorites. And Adonis DJ, was never a fan favorite. Exactly, and, he's not and, one of the most beloved Tigers of all time. And whenever DJ would um, would um, interview with the media, DJ, uh, the way that he interacted with the media, he was he was always lighthearted. He joked around with the media a lot. Very intelligent kid. Not to say that Adonis isn't, but I'm just saying that that, that DJ, it's, it's it's the personality that he displayed which garnered him the attention. I mean, think about this. Tony Allen is a good basketball player on the court, but if Tony Allen was a tool to the media. People wouldn't be making grit grind T-shirts, and people wouldn't be, be going crazy over Tony Allen. Uh, but the, but Tony Allen's personality is such that people in this city love him. So I don't think it, I don't. I, and, and Rudy Gay, but he was the star of the team, but Rudy Gay's personality didn't lend to people wanting to make T-shirts for Rudy or to go all out of their way. Like when 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 it came to trading. They were like, fine, you can trade Rudy Gay, but trading train Tony Allen, whose numbers don't necessarily stack up to Rudy's, everybody's like, no, you can't let Tony Allen go. It's a personality thing, and um, you know, it's unfortunate that uh, that Adonis tweeted that, but I think it's more of a personality he, thing and, and, and not he, anything. He went on to delete it, yeah. and then he retweeted a tweet from DJ Steffens saying, because uh, DJ, DJ chimed in on the whole thing. Uh, and DJ's tweeted, quote, everybody's got to stop with the comparisons of me and my bro, uh, Adonis Thomas. We're, we're both working towards one common goal. But I don't think everybody's got to stop. I'm sorry, DJ. I mean, it's unfortunate that you're the, you, you are the one that everybody loves and everybody uh, that everybody's giving the attention to. But DJ deserves it. And not that Adonis doesn't, but this story's up at MemphisFord.com. Check out MemphisFord.com. You can see the tweet from Adonis that got deleted. You can see the tweet from DJ Steffens. You can judge for yourself. But so much of the, the response that, that we've gotten on our social media pages, people don't like Adonis Thomas, and they're angry at him. And that's kind of how how how, uh, how wild college sports is and the, and the fan bases are. They can be angry at a player. There's no reason to be angry at Adonis. But also you have to think about But this. I guess if he's getting angry at us, then you get angry back. I don't know. But you have to think about this. DJ Steffens, when he came into this team, who was DJ Steffens? He was no, he was nobody. He was an underdog. Nobody expected DJ to even be able to play. He was supposed to be that guy on the end of the bench that at the end of the games when they were up by 35 points, the fans were going, we want DJ. But he made himself a star and one of the most valuable players on the team to being draftable and what is the city of Memphis all about? The underdog story. Guys coming from nothing and being successful. And Adonis, he was supposed to be a one-and-done kind of player. So that also has to do with the people in Memphis love an underdog story. And DJ was an underdog. All right. It's fair definitely to, to compare the two. because it, it, it. But that tweet, you agree that tweet from Adonis was he's noticing the attention that, that DJ Stafford oh, Yeah, he getting. notices and it. He, and he wishes he was getting it. That's what that tweet meant. Apparently so. I mean, because he, he was... But you, you couldn't can't. tell. But you couldn't the, tell the during the regular season. The that you t-shirt thing tips it off because nobody else is getting a t-shirt. Nobody else gets a t-shirt before a draft. That's weird. That doesn't happen. So you, have, you, have you seen DJ Stephens dunk? It's pretty impressive. I know, but I'm saying so the t-shirt part in Adonis's tweet uh, guarantees you don't have to use any other context clues, but guarantees he's talking about DJ Stephens getting attention yes, and him yeah, not getting attention because yeah. nobody else gets t-shirts. No. That's not a common thing that happens. No. Let's keep moving in the starting five. Going on uh, on number four.
The voting is going on right now at GoTigersGo.com for the new Memphis court. Have you voted for the new court for the Tigers? I have, have not you seen voted. the options? I have seen the options. I haven't voted. Which one um, do you like the best? There's the one with the the skyline and the bridge. There's one with the bridge by itself. There's one with the skyline by itself. And then there's one with no bridge and no skyline. As you can vote for the new Memphis like, Tigers court, which will debut when they debut in the American Conference this fall at Federal Express Forum. I like the one with just the skyline. The one with the skyline and the bridge is a little bit too busy. The one with just the bridge, it just seems kind of weird because it's almost like you have, like, where's the three-point line? Um, but I like the one with just the skyline. I think that one is the, the bridge uh, could one. The bridge could be distracting for the, the three-point line. I haven't even thought about that one. Um, what do you think about... I, I like the skyline and the bridge together. It may be too busy, but I think it probably will look cool when they actually lay it out. I like the skyline and the bridge together. The skyline by itself is not impressive, but if you put the bridge in front of it, that seems very Memphis, and that's that's the sky that's our skyline, and that bridge is cool. And also, I'm a little concerned about the bridge by itself looking like two breasts. I'm digging that one. So you <laughs> is that why you're voting for that one, Johnny? Reagan? That gets my vote. <laughs> Do you not see that it kind? Of, you can kind of look like it's some some breast in there on the bridge. I would say more. I, I would say more of a buttocks. You, you're seeing a buttocks. That oh, just see shows it. the racial divide. Right <laughs> <there>. <laughs> hey, you're thinking it, it looks, ain't your beauty. It looks it's like a booty. thong bikini. The top of a <laughs> the top of like a thong bikini. Yeah, exactly. The top of a thong bikini. Think about it. Thong, thong, it doesn't thong. look like if you look at the M bridge, it doesn't look like that. The, the, maybe there needs to be more M in, the, in this replica of the M because the M bridge looks cool. It looks like an M. Why does it look like a buttocks or boobs on here? I don't know. But so that's why I'm not voting for that one. But I do think <laughs> if you put the bridge with the skyline, it doesn't it doesn't come across as much as that. That's voting is going on. It's GoTigersGo.com. Uh, vote vote for your favorite. Uh, one of those. And number five in the starting five, the College World Series. It's the only sport going on besides golf right now. And Hell I'll give you zero state. Uh, Marcus, your team made it. <laughs> Ole Miss did not make it. You know what Omaha stands for, right? What? <laughs> Ole Miss at home again. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's unfortunate. Hey, we love. We're Ole the Miss. home of the. We, Ole Miss we, I know. I'm just joking. We love Ole Miss on this Toddy. program. I just wanted to Toddy. joke around. We love Ole Miss on this station. I just wanted to joke around. But it's a big... I'm a Mississippi State guy. I understand. You went to Mississippi State. Yeah. It's a big moment for you guys. But, but, but we're just joking we around with Ole Miss. You guys are doing yeah. great. Yeah. I, I've been hearing a lot of this College World Series stuff, and I, you know, somewhat you pay attention a little bit to, to college baseball this time of year because there's nothing else going on besides preparing for the draft, but the NBA draft. I There's... It's pretty impressive. Like there's teams like in Conference USA that would go every year because I was the Big Ten or the Big Twelve is having their first team in like thirty years. Yes, yes. Right. Yeah. Which one is it, Johnny Radio? You're the baseball guy. Indiana. Indiana, believe it or not, made it, which blows my mind because I thought they were always basketball. But yeah, over the first time in over thirty years mm-hmm. that a Big Ten team made the World Series. That's that's, nuts. that's preposterous. Well, it's not. You know, that, like that, how do you like how do you not have one of your teams? It's cold in your up there. It's, it's kind of it's cold Commit up there. To baseball, though. It's cold up there, and you know, they like baseball. hockey for some reason. It's cold like in hockey. Omaha, Nebraska, but and that's where they play the 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 the. the Freaking college Well, it's not cold now. It's not cold. This I'm talking right. about like like when high school baseball season is like really going. It's still you know winter time up there. All right, that does it for Go State. <laughs> Two o'clock, Oregon State, Mississippi State. That's the Check first game out. of the World Series. Right? First game of the World Series. Go first State. Pitch is Hell Mississippi State. State.
Maroon, white, fight, fight, fight. Congratulations, Mark. That does Chris girls are here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Chris girls have arrived. The party will begin. That is, that, that I doesn't, haven't gotten the cologne for you yet, man. That does it for the starting five <laughs> for this week. Uh, you can get in touch with the show if you want. You can tweet us at, at Memphis Sport on Twitter. I'm at Sarita. It's my personal page. Marcus, you're at M Hunter M Hunter Fox underscore Fox 13. All right. I remember that now. And uh, you can uh, also uh, find uh, Johnny Radio is at Johnny underscore Radio. And CJ Hurt is at C Hurt J O 9. Uh, we're also on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Sarita. Marcus is. Hunter Boy 2G1. And, and CJ is also he doing some live vines. I'm going to better see a Grizz Girl vine coming up on your vine page, which is at CHurtJ09 on, on Vine. I'm also at Kevin Cerrito on Vine. I just joined a Vine this week. Uh, it came you. out for Android. Have you joined? I have not. Well, I think I downloaded the app, but then Join. at that point, I just kind of joined. It's actually it pretty cool. I've, <laughs> I've gotten behind Vine. I think I know how to use it. Uh, it's been out for Android for about a week. My Samsung Galaxy S3 phone from AT&T. Uh, it works great on there. It's it's unbelievable. The video quality that we that I get on this phone and then be able to sync it to Vine. But um, also, if you want to get in touch with the show, if you got a question for the Grizz Girls, uh, also you can find us on Facebook. Just uh, uh, Facebook.com slash Memphis Sport. You can search Memphis Sport on Facebook. You can also text the show. It's the Sports 56 text line. If you've never joined, you got to text 56-JOIN first. It's 67129. 67-129 is the text line. We've got a jam-packed show. The Grizz Girls are going to join us in a little bit. And also, uh, we might have a celebrity guest movie reviewer as well before we go off the air today. You're listening to Memphis's number three sports show. This is MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Up and coming, up and running down, Summer Avenue. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. GK was on the radio. WHBQ. Welcome back to MSL. Thanks for making us a part of your weekend. We're here every Saturday, 11 to 1. Coming up later on today at 12.30, we are going to have the M Awards nomination special. That's on from 12.30 to 1. Well, hang up and listen at noon. We've got a special guest, celebrity movie reviewer, mystery guest, coming up a little bit later on to review a film for us. And the Grizz Girls are here. They're at Flynn Broadcasting. They're hanging out in the hallway. They will join us in a little bit as well. This portion of MSL is being brought to you by Gould's Day Spa and Salon. It's a Memphis tradition for almost 80 years. they got over 12 locations in the Memphis area. It's where I get my hair cut, and you should too. Uh, there's Gould's in downtown at the Peabody. There's a Gould's in Olive Branch, Carville, the new one at Poplar Plaza, the new one at Poplar in Exeter. Um, uh, Gould's, uh, if you're looking for a gift for your loved one, I mean, you can't go wrong with the, with the Gould's gift card. There's always a birthday or an anniversary or a, or I'm I'm sorry gift or I'm a thank you gift. It's perfect for any occasion. The Gould's gift card. I give it to to my, to my mom each and every year for Mother's Day. I did it again this year. She's she's, she's excited about it. You know, get your 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 your, your pedicures and, and your manicures. You can get those up there if you want to go get a massage. The best massage in the mid south, and of course, guys' haircuts, girls' haircuts. Get your hair done. All the spa and salon services that you need is at the Memphis tradition, known as Gould's Day Spa and Salon. It's where I get my haircut, and you should too. Gould'sSalons.com. Check that out for more information. You can order a gift card there. You can stop by any of their Memphis area locations and pick one up. Look, I went there yesterday to get a massage. Did you? Yeah, it was. Um, it was awesome. You got a massage at Gould yesterday. Yeah, it was. It was. It was fa- fantastic. Really? Fantastic. What, what kind of massage was this? It was a full body uh, massage, uh-huh. um, relaxation massage. Which location did you go to? Uh, the Cordova location. Uh-huh. And, that, that's um, a good one. Uh, yeah, and um, 
you know, I hate that I can't think of the name of the girl who um, who did my massage. I think she uh-huh. gave me a card. But um, listen, so was it the, was this the uh, the forty five minute? John or the Marie, hour? John Marie. It was it was an hour. It was, an it was you an hour. laying down for an listen, hour. And she's just listen, rubbing all over. Yeah, she yes, was. <laughs> you know what breakfast? I, no, no, no. I wanted to that's ask not her how it that, but when she was done. That's, but, uh, not, that's not how it was. No, it's, it's not like that. But it was like she was doing this thing where she was like rode on my scalp and then she pulled my ear and I swear I was, I was going to ask her to marry me. I was like, look, this is... <laughs> Dude, that sounds awesome. Look, it was, I just go there to get my haircuts. I have got to start going there. I got to get a massage. I've been massage. telling myself I'm going to oh. get one this summer. Yeah, you got to get the massage, dude. That's a Ghoul Today sponsor. Look, look, got all the knots and stuff out of my back. You know, I got up. I was That's standing awesome. up straight. And I'm like, this is... Well, you texted me yesterday that you were going to Elfo's, one of our very loyal sponsors, my favorite restaurant in, in the entire city. So... So I, I just thought you were. So did you did you t- try to take her out to Elfo's afterwards or what? You asked me what what you should get. <laughs> no no no. I would just I would just ask you what your favorite dish was at Elfo's. Well, that's the black and blue halibut. Everybody yeah, knows that. Yeah. And the chicken ravioli. Yeah the chicken. Yeah because I, I did you go I, did you get to go out there or no? You're gonna go later. I'm gonna go later. All right. Uh, <laughs> back on topic. Coming up in two weeks from today, there's a big event happening here. In, oh, I was waiting for the Grizz girls to get here to figure out you know. Oh, which could, one you're gonna take? Yeah. <laughs> Two weeks from today, there's a big event happening right here in the Mid-South. It is uh, the Red Bull King of the Rock Tournament. Only 20 cities in the United States uh, are hosting one of these one-on-one basketball tournaments. Uh, basketball's not over yet. You may think it's over with the Grizzlies season ending, but uh, it's continuing with this King of the Rock Tournament in two weeks. And right now, Koofy is joining us from Red Bull to talk about What's going on, Koofy? Hey, how you doing there? Hey, good, good to speak right. Good to speak with you. Uh, this big event coming up, it's two weeks. It's a, it's a Red Bull event. If you could explain people exactly what the King of the Rock is. So what the King of the Rock is is a one-on-one basketball tournament. For those who actually, you know, if you're a weekend warrior or a rec league player or, you know, used to play, you know, thought your NBA dreams were still alive, it's an opportunity for you to come out and show that you have the skills to play in one-on-one basketball. So sort of like the sort of like the – basketball tournament that you watch in March, 64 players, you know, field of people can come out and play, women and men, so we're not, you know, sexist or anything like that, but you can come out and participate and, you know, test your skills to see if you can be the individual that can represent the Memphis area as you're qualifying for the finale event that happens on Alcatraz on September 28, um, 2013, for the one-on-one basketball tournament to represent the USA, your city to go against international uh, competitors in the 64-man bracket for the opportunity to win 20 grand. So if you win the Memphis bracket, you you automatically go to Alcatraz in the 64-person bracket? Correct. And you're going to play it, you're going to hoop it up on Alcatraz? Yes. So we play one night on Alcatraz under the lights in the, the, well, used to be, I guess, Years ago, there, a little bit of a rec yard, we turned it into a basketball. There is still an old basketball court still there, but we turned it into a complete uh, basketball tournament for that one night, invited guests only, and uh, it's pretty cool. It was under the lights. Last, you know, the last couple of years, we've had, a, at least we've had an American win it, but uh, we've had some international players take it to the brink of almost taking the title. Now, uh, with a competition like this, one-on-one, obviously, you know, you don't have a team concept. There's nobody setting screens for you. So individual play is important. Uh, what kind of players have you seen throughout the years that normally win this kind of competition? I mean, I mean, do big men do well in this game, or is it more of a guard-oriented? you got, you got to have the, that ability to get your own shot-off kind of deal. Well, 
you know, when you first look at it, you think that a big man could just come in. You know, my running joke is that you got FedEx Freddy playing against Little Larry. And uh, normally that concept would work in most one-on-one aspects, but because of the way the rules are set up in the game, it really doesn't – it pans out that whoever's hot, if you're hitting, you can pretty much win. We've had in the past in San Diego one year, we had a guy that was 5'6", beat a guy that was 7'2", just because the guy who was 5'6", could hit the outside jump shot. The guy that was 7'2", just – the, ball, the shots aren't falling, but also it's not typical one-on-one where it's make it, take it. As those who know basketball, I mean, if you make the shot, you get the possession back. It's like real NBA basketball. If you make a shot, it's alternate possession. So you get the ball back, and you get an opportunity to score. The thing that's the kicker is that it's a five-minute running clock. The clock never stops. And then there's a 15-second shot clock. So, therefore, it does make the game move a little bit more fluid that a guy can't just hold the ball and back a guy down and keep making buckets. All right, Kufi from Red Bull joining us to preview the King of the Rock tournament happening in Memphis uh, two weeks from today. we got more information on it at, at memphissport.com. Uh, and that, there's a good chance somebody might show up named, since it's Memphis, somebody could show up named FedEx Freddy because you know, FedEx is, <laughs> is based here in, in, in Memphis. But, it's true. So, I mean, it, the biggest thing is this. We like to see all comers come out. Normally, like I said before, we like to see the best ballers in most cities right now. After I hang up the phone with you guys and come off the air, I'm here in Venice in L.A. getting ready to start this one, and we'll see who the challenger that comes out of Los Angeles will be crowned today. So look forward in two weeks to being in Memphis and figuring out who's going to be the individual that represents Memphis on the island and maybe an opportunity to represent for the United States at the Red Bull King of Rock. So does this, this competition have officials? I mean, are, are there foul calls or, you know, is it just, you know, yeah. okay? Yeah, there's referees. There's referees on the court. I mean, it's typical. There's five fouls you can foul out of this game. You know, there is no fragrant foul. So if, you're, if the referee feels that you do something flagrant, you're kicked out of the game. Um, we call everything, you know, traveling, double dribble, all the things that are officiated. There's a referee on each court managing it. So the game is really um, it's managed tightly as a one-on-one game could be. But it's still they're able to play and have some fun with it. What? What? And is it's you- never... It's the, Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, the, never actually. The event is King of the Rock. Think, it's, it's in two two weeks. What is your favorite part of the of the whole event? I think my favorite part is just you know it's always it's never who you think is going to win it that comes out to be the pure person to win. I mean, I me and my team when we show up in the city, we always take little side bets on who we think <laughs> that the person is going to be the winner. And you know, in the past, we've been doing this for four years now. Every year it changes. You know, you think you, you spot the guy getting out the car in the parking lot that looks like the prototype player. Oh, that's and then me. It's the guy who is, <laughs> and then it's the guy who shows up at the last minute who is lacing them up, and you're like, this guy? And he's, he just has his games on that day. Any given, <laughs> it's like any given Sunday, I guess, any given Saturday in a one-on-one competition can happen. And do, so this is the, the winner of the Memphis event and all the other the 19 or so other events in the United States, they, they go to Alcatraz. So how are you just walking around just quoting Sean Connery like from The Rock, like, it's time for The Rock. You ever seen that movie? <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I could not you do your yourself, job and not quote that movie all the time. <laughs> you know what? When you find yourself on the island, it is pretty interesting because you do see scenes. You see the actual places in the movie that they were talking about, and you find yourself standing there going, yes, am I Sean Connery or <laughs> am I going to escape from the rock? Or are you looking up in the sky to see if there's a missile coming? Yeah. You do. You look at all that kind of stuff. The uh, biggest thing, though, is you, you do learn the history about the island and you do learn about where Al Capone stayed, that you're standing on the same spot that he stood in and some of the other guys like Machine Gun Kelly, you're standing in the same space that these, you know, 
lack of a better term, historical criminals were in these actual spots. And you see just how weary it is that it's still a prison at the end of the day, and it's kind of scary to be there, especially at night. Kind of creepy. All right, let me ask you this. Uh, one, one, one last question. Um, talk, talk about you know you, you're talking about this this event. Would do you, do you think an NBA caliber player would be able to win this event, or is or is this more geared towards you know get guys from Rucker Park or streetball guys? You know, it's, it's interesting you bring it up. We've had some former NBA players participate in the event over the past couple of years. I won't name drop, but they've made it to the island. But on the actual island, I think. Depending on what type of player, if you're a smart player in the game of basketball, you'll figure it out. And I think it, it all depends on that day who you're matched up against. Because in the NBA setting, case in point, most teams know each other as the, the player they're going up against. They know their position that they're playing. And one-on-one, you got to adjust every game. So you might be facing someone who's, you know, at the same height and weight as you. You can probably play this person straight up and not have to worry. Or if you're if you're my height, I'm a little shorter, you might be facing a guy a little bit bigger than you. Your game has to style, a game has to change. So I think for an NBA caliber player, if they are, if they get hot and they can score buckets at will, then yeah, they, they can probably excel. I think if you're a person who just knows the dynamic of the game of basketball, which is pretty simple, and knowing how to manage your clock and knowing how to manage your fouls, then you can also psych the person out. Like I say, in every city... We find last week we were, you know, in Las Vegas. And at the Las Vegas event, there was a young man who they were joking calling Justin Beaver, but he made it all the way to the Final Four because the kid was just smart enough. He knew how to pick his spots, where to shoot the ball, and every guy he went up against, bigger, stronger than him, he still beat him because he knew when to go ahead and foul the gentleman to stop the clock or, to, I mean, to slow the clock down in his favor and when to back out and take a three or when to go to the hole. So, it's just being smart enough about the game, and if you have the talent and the skill, you can figure it out. I mean, there's plenty of NBA players that have been beat one-on-one by average layman players just because at that given time you can outsmart somebody. Uh, very cool. We're wrapping things up with uh, Kofi from Red Bull. The Red Bull King of the Rock is two weeks from today, 1 p.m. Uh, at the park on Mount Moriah called The Precinct. Uh, can you give people information on what, how they can participate in this? How you can participate is just make sure that you show up on the time before registration. Registration is open to the general public, so there's no admission fee. It's free for everyone who comes out to participate, but we stop it at 64. The first 64 players that show up and sign up and get a jersey, you do walk away with a free Red Bull King of the Rock jersey for signing up and participating in the event. If you show up, sign up, that's it, you're in. And, and of course, people can come out. It's free to attend, too, to go watch. And there'll be, there'll be Red Bull out there and food oh, yeah. trucks and all that type of stuff. Definitely. Give away free Red Bull all day. Definitely supporting, you know, the Red Bull brand within your marketplace. And love for the community to come out and support us as well and cheer on some of their local favorites. All right, Kubi. one of their hometown heroes that everyone knows. All right, Kubi, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're looking forward to it in two weeks at the precinct. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye. That's, that's Koofy with Red Bull. You can check out MemphisSport.com. We do have uh, more information on the King of the Rock uh, tournament happening. It's June 29th. That's two weeks from today, 1 p.m. Free to attend, free to participate if you are one of the first 64 people to sign up. We've got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. We are the voice of Tigers fans. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. 
Are you one of many mid-southerners who suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around weekday nights flipping channels on your TV while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about trivia with Kevin Cerrito. Well, actually, that would be a little weird. Instead, just invite your friends to be on your team every week at Trivia with Kevin Cerrito. It's more than your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's an entertainment experience with weekly theme nights that will test your knowledge on a wide range of topics. And the last week of every month, don't forget, is Game Show Night, where you get to play your favorite TV game shows. Come see for yourself while Paul Ryburn's journal calls Kevin Cerrito a, quote, Trivia Master. All shows are free to play. Start at 8, end by 10, so you're back home and rested for school or work the next day. For more information on where to play, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit Facebook forward slash Cerrito Trivia, or follow Kevin on Twitter at Cerrito. Trivia with Kevin Cerrito, the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Warnings. Side effects may include prices, laughing out loud, high-fiving, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, spending quality time with friends, and dance off. Play trivia with Kevin Cerrito every Tuesday at Ferraro's in the Pinch, every Wednesday at the New Ink Bar, Lounge, Restaurant, and Cooper Young, and every Thursday at the Green Beetle on South Main. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. Welcome back to MSL. Live in studio right now, we have... Two of the lovely Grizz girls. You can go to uh, Memphis Sport on Twitter. That's at Memphis Sport. You got a pick, so you can check them out. Uh, see who it is in studio. We've got uh, Natasha and Hannah in studio. Hi, guys. Hey, ladies. Hey. All right, first things first. We notified everybody on this show that you guys were coming in, so we said, you know, you make sure you look nice because sometimes they come in here looking like slobs. I think me. <laughs> I think. Me and Marcus both wore polos today, making sure you know we were looking looking all right for y'all. But what about these two guys on the other side of the glass? We've got Johnny Radio and CJ Hurd, part of part of this program. And they, dude, which one? Which one do you think is? Looks. Uh, what is he, CJ doing? CJ, they're trying to they're trying to judge you guys. Which one of you guys? Which one of these two guys do you think would? Uh, <laughs> if you saw either either one of them out on the town, do you think dress like that? They look pretty nice. I don't know. I know. I like the curls for the world. All right, you'll be be sure be sure to talk into the microphone. Well, no, we're not saying about like their hair, just like that. So you're you're down with them, just they look fine. They're hot guys. <laughs> They're working it today. They're working it. Oh, uh, you don't have to be nice to them. I don't know what they've been doing to you guys <laughs> while you've been in the green room. Hey, wait till you see our dance moves at noon. Oh yeah, oh lord. The uh, <laughs> all right, Hannah and Natasha into the Grizz Girl auditions are next week. Yes, they are. Actually, they're uh, the 22nd at 9 a.m. at Rhodes College. At Rhodes College. Keeping on that Grizz tradition at Rhodes. The Grizz, when they first got here, uh, like that was their practice facility and stuff before Federal Express Forum was, was built. Oh, so, yeah, it's, it's a nice tradition there. So it's at Rhodes College. And the... And the tryouts, I've always wondered, is there is there like is it three is there three judges like on uh so you think you can dance an American Idol and one of them's British and 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 somebody comes out and they dance in front of them and then the British guy's like, Yo, you're horrible. Is that no. how it works or not? It's mostly guys <laughs> judging us. Which guys and how come we have not been asked? <laughs> what guys are judging you? Well, it's uh usually our the our bosses, uh Tamara, Tamara is our coach. She, mm-hmm. You know, she has her her head guy that's judging us, and um, his name is Potter. So oh, Potter, we know Potter. Yes, so he gets, <laughs> <he's definitely laughs> Potter's awesome. He's a cool guy. 
But um, during auditions, he's not the cool guy because, you know, we want to be like, hey, Potter, remember me? <laughs> he's like, no, it's just nobody's no, anybody. He's not showing us any favoritism. He's just looking like eyes at us and cutting. And we're like, okay, was that a good audition? <laughs> now, you, now, you ladies were on the team this past season, but that doesn't guarantee that you're going to make it again this year because you have to uh, try out again, right? Exactly. Yeah, you never have a guaranteed spot. No, someone can come on and be just ten times as better as you were last year. So we always have to stay up on our game and always practicing, you know, looking our best. Well, I can definitely say that you guys are doing that, getting that part right. Um, so, so, so talk a little bit about uh, just when you are having these auditions, just how competitive is it? Because I, I know you have girls from all over the place that come. I mean, do you start uh, looking at your competition and sizing them up like right through the, when they walk through the door? Yes, Definitely. of course we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, first of all, just coming in hands-on, you have to have, have hair and makeup always, always done. You know, even during our audition uh, we have audition clinics going on, even during that process, you know, because people are always watching you. So um, coming in from the start, hair, makeup, you know, your outfit has to be right, you know, the right uh, shoes. Um, you're always looking at your competition, always. You try not to, but you have to. you got to see what you're, what you what you're dealing with. And we, we even check out, you know, not just... You know, just, hey, that black girl's cute. Hey, that white girl's cute. You know, we have to make sure, like, okay, what what am I up yeah, against? Yeah, what else am I going to wear? i got to have a better outfit okay. than her. <laughs> Wait, her hair looks like that. Oh, you think they like her hair better than mine? <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you bring in multiple outfits? Because you walk in like, oh, her outfit's hot, so i got to go change into the hottest one I have. I've got a lot of outfits. They're it, all bedazzled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bedazzled. Right. <laughs> but you do want to have... Uh, uh, option A and an option B for auditions because I've seen it billions of times girls coming in with the same same shirt you know same shorts you know it's and you can have malfunctions so you got to make sure you have other options <laughs> yes we've seen that as well yes <laughs> right, we got two Grizz two Grizz girls in studio uh, what are you or either one of y'all on Twitter I was but I'm not anymore why. <laughs> Um, it got hacked. <laughs> oh, it got hacked. I thought you were going to say Quincy Pondexter kept asking you that. <laughs> <laughs> Did he hack it? No. No, okay. <laughs> so, so what happened when he got hacked? What happened? What is um, it? This is actually a Grizz fan a couple years ago. <laughs> it was about a year ago this happened. What they, happened? Like, what, they started sending out spam, like, they advice on, like, like, hey, you could be larger or lose weight. And acting like they were me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, hacked by your teammates. Uh. No, it no, wasn't by, by her teammate. teammate. It was <laughs> they a were fan. my teammate. Oh, oh, so yeah, oh. Pretending to be you, like, hey, you want to meet me? Yeah. At, like, you hack a Grizz Girl account and be like, hey, this is Hannah. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're all going to Starbucks. We're all going to go to Green Beetle. We're all going to... Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> That's a good idea. Johnny Radio, have you tried that? Was it you? Hacking a Grizz Girl account. And then <laughs> I'm going to be working on that. Other Grizz Girls pretend... And you'd be like, oh, I can't believe Hannah didn't show up. I'm here <laughs> for you, though. Let me buy you a drink. That's a good idea. <laughs> but then what did, how did you find out? Who told you? Well, a lot of other people started messaging me, and they're like, is this really you? And I'm like, mm -hmm. what are you talking about? No. Because he would, like, delete the messages, so I had no clue. Oh, so wow. Then you, so you just got off. clever. Yeah. Very clever. The, but so but the, the question really, you, you'll kind of dodge it. Has Coupon asked any of y'all out? Anybody on the team? Because no. he seems to be single and, and looking. Uh, First, uh, we want to know, are they single? 
Well, that's what Johnny Radio wants to know. We'll jump to that point as well. Uh, which one of y'all is single? <laughs> I am. Natasha, of course. <laughs> Natasha is single. Yes, I am single. I'm and Hannah is not. I'm not. Are you married? No. Are you engaged? No. <laughs> well, for Kevin, that's single. What? <laughs> this is not true. That is not true. All right. The Grizz, Grizz Girls, uh, Han- Hannah and, and Natasha, joining us in studio. Hannah is uh, not single, so we're not going to talk to her for the rest. <laughs> Hannah Dayton Debo. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Uh, uh, CJ, you can show her the way out. <laughs> Here comes CJ to show you where to go. Um, we're talking the Grizz Girls auditions are next week. What's the advice, though, if you if you are someone new auditioning? Is there some advice or tip you'd give them? Because both of y'all made it through. You gotta have a lot of charisma and spunk. Charisma and spunk. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and be very confident in mm-hmm. what you're wearing, what you're doing, what you look like. Look sexy. <laughs> sex appeal. Always. Look sexy. Because I always thought it should be uh, sex appeal over talent. Which one would you guys rank most as being gu- most, most important? Most of the judges are guys, so they're mostly looking at how you look. Yeah, you don't want them, you know, to have to think outside of the box. You want to actually bring it and look. Or, or, or how is <laughs> a part is part of the audition doing that stuff y'all do in the tunnel, where y'all just stand there and just jiggle around and wave your arms in there? Uh, we do that at the clinics. Is that part of the, the... Yes. What is that? Is that... That's... Like, at the games, when y'all, y'all are hanging out in the tunnels throughout... Or in, like, different parts of the building, and y'all are just, like, waving your arms in there, and... It's kind of hard line. to walk through you guys, because you guys are always... Yeah. You know, we gotta, always we, we have the time. drinks all the time. How hard is it to practice those... <laughs> the, does that? Actually, um, those are called our sidelines, and during our auditions, actually, we have pre-audition clinics going on right now, and it's where you can get a leg up on the competition and learn the audition choreography, of course. And those clinics are... Um, well, we just had one this past Thursday, June the 13th, from 7 to 9. And we also have another one this coming Thursday, at, uh, June the 20th, at 7 to 9 as well. And um, pretty much we go over sidelines. We go over kicks and turns and leaps and jumps and everything. Um, that's at New Ballet Ensemble. At the address is 2157 York Avenue. If any of you girls are interested in out there listening and... Um, Fathers, happy Father's Day, early Father's Day to you guys as well. Um, brothers, you know, anybody out there that want their children or, you know, daughters to come out and get a leg up, you know, come out and join us and have fun. These these clinics are absolutely fun, you know. They're, we're not out here to, you know, to intimidate anybody. We can, want can a, everybody is, What would to happen out. if a male tried to try out for the Grizz Girls? Does that ever happen? I think they actually used to have male. We did. They did, but they don't anymore. But now you cannot. Yeah, now you. So I mean, because Lionel Hollins is looking for a job. I didn't know if he was. (laughs) Wow. What? (laughs) What is um? What this dude? He'll have a problem finding a job, guys. He's amazing. Can can fans come and watch these auditions? Uh, Well, not the first rounds. Of the second round would be at Gold Strike Casino Resort, and it's um at the Millennium Theater, and that's in Tunica, Mississippi. And doors open at 3 p.m. Johnny Radio is writing that down. He's writing it down. Doors open at 3 p.m. And showtime starts at 4 p.m. And, of course, it's free. You know, it's free admission and it's open to the public. And that's Sunday, June the 30th. 